Welcome to the Freaky Deaky Podcast, where we dive deep into the dark and unexplained. Today we're exploring the phenomenon that's been reported by truck drivers all across the country, paranormal experiences on the open road. From ghostly apparitions to haunted restaurants, encounters with Bigfoot and aliens, and even the possibility of transversing into alternate universes, truck drivers have seen it all. Are these experiences simply the result of exhaustion and stress? Or is there something more sinister at work? Join us as we delve into the eerie and mysterious world of truck driver ghost sightings and paranormal experiences. And lot lizards. We'll see you on the inside. <laughs> You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. It's been a while. No, no. I won't. I won't. I'll spare you, you just this did. time. It's cold. It is cold. Yeah, it was like negative 10 when I was out there getting coffee. When I was out there getting my iced coffee, it was negative 10 degrees. When I left the house, it was like, I think, negative 14. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Scott, and I'm joined by my co-host and father-in-law and everyone's favorite wet blanket, Christian. How you doing? I'm not a wet blanket. In the realm of the paranormal, you're a bit of a wet blanket. Where I'll be like, check out this ghost story. You're like, fake brain. It was the brain. I mean, I'm giving people, I'm letting people know what to expect when they come to the show. I don't usually say that about stories. Maybe videos. The videos. You say it about videos. Yeah, like okay. that you see online. That which makes more yeah. sense. Yeah, he also says about stories, but don't worry. Anyway, um... I love a good story, man. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, welcome back. If you're new to the show, again, please take a minute out of your time to rate and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you're listening to the show. Just give us that that sweet, sweet, delicious five-star that we are craving so much. It really does help us beat those pesky algorithms. And if you want to say hello or drop a episode suggestion or really just kind of chat with the boys... You can find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. We love hearing from you guys. We love hearing your stories. So if you have a paranormal experience of your own, comment that somewhere or send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And we'll add you one of our listener stories episodes, which we dropped our second one within a few weeks ago. Go check that out. It's called Freaky Listener Stories Volume 2. We think you'll get a kick out of it. And if you want to be in Volume 3, then send your story in. It's that easy. We got a really great submission. Actually, a couple really great submissions after we released that last episode. So I'm excited to see what 
what volume three has and i'm trying to fill those up so send those in and we'll get those cracking but in the meantime you're not here for any of that crap you say hey scott leave that crap at the door we're here for the creepy trucker stories so we're gonna let christian take over christian you go ahead and you lead us down this dark creepy paranormal road okay I'll and do other keywords yes i will do that but just remind me later to tell my dad's dr truck driving story that's not paranormal but is kind of funny is it about shooting a deer no okay wouldn't that be weird if it was? Yeah. I was just like, is it about this? And you're like, yeah, actually. Yeah. Sometimes you got to try. It has to do with the turkey. With the turkey. Gotcha. This first story is called Don't Park with the Dead. This one comes from Australia. After a long haul through the beautiful, beautiful city of Melbourne. I almost said it right. You said Melbourne? Yeah. How are you trying to be like a local? Yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. But Wow. Every yeah, time that I sounds see, way wrong now. Yeah. After you said Melbourne. Yeah. Ben pulled off for the night in a quiet stretch of town. Being outside the city limits, he was surprised at the thick darkness that followed after flipping off his rig's lights for the evening. With no street lights, cars, or trucks nearby, it seemed like the pitch black bled into the night sky. He felt lonely, but was accustomed to the solitude of his profession. After his evening ritual of locking the doors, closing the curtains, and checking his surroundings for any potential concerns, he made his way to bed. He rolled from side to side for several minutes, perplexed by the cold he felt despite the summer season. The chill made it difficult to sleep, and he became lost in thought concerning the events of the next day. Suddenly, the cabin light flooded the space in pale yellow. Pale yellow. Cold play. It was all yellow. Somebody will get it. I get it, man. <laughs> I just, I think it was maybe so, uh, Saturday Night Live recently and they were on it. Mm. And I was like, ooh, I remember being better than this. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> 2003 was a weird year for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, it was, this was just like in the last couple of weeks. I think it was, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. The song was so horrible. Anyway. Was it all yellow? It was not yellow. If it would have been yellow, it would have been good. Yeah, would have been a throwback. Yeah. But I got you. But this isn't the Coldplay podcast. It's fine. Fear shot through him as his mind raced. There was no way the door was faulty. The truck was new and in pristine condition. Was this an intruder? I don't know. Grabbing a pole used for tightening belts, Ben prepared to meet the invader, but didn't move. Seconds seemed like hours as a delicate silence settled over the truck. He heard nothing. Mustering his courage, he arose from his bed, got up and walked around the per perimeter of the truck and discovered no sign of anything, no footprints, no nearby homes, no vehicles, just him and his truck. He ended up going back to bed and he fell into an undisturbed sleep, which would be like me, not like you. <laughs> yeah. You'd be awake the whole I night. I honestly don't know what undisturbed sleep even means anymore. Yeah. I have, it's been 10 months since I've known a full night's sleep. It'll be a little bit longer. Oh, yes. You may not see the light, but it's there. I doubt it. Yeah, it's like 30 it's... years away. Oh, cool. Great. <laughs> Watch me spiral out of control in the meantime. Yep. The next day, Ben woke, stretched, and parted the curtains. Gazing out his window into the daylight, he froze. The hairs on his neck stood up. Immediately adjacent to his truck was an isolated cemetery. Without bothering to put on shoes or pants, Ben started Whoa. his truck, stepped on the gas, 
and sped away. Oh, I thought he was going to go like investigate or something like that. Without putting shoes or pants on, he steps outside. Oh, God, Ben, put it away. So it was foggy the night before. And he's like, oops, I'm just going to park it right here. And the dead are like, hey, uh, not on my grave, bro. You ever park somewhere to catch some sleep when you're super tired from driving? And then you wake up and you're like, where am I? Yeah, this looks completely different in the daylight. What town is this? No. People staring at you from the window that you're like two feet from. Oh, uh, yeah. You crash through a diner and you're like, this isn't where I thought I was sleeping. Sorry. Yeah. Enjoy your flapjacks. I was going to say something, but I do not what I try to say. The premise of any good podcast is to say something. So Ooh, good that's point. a good start. Point taken. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to fog and laughter. Fog and laughter. This yeah. is not a great combo. So having garnered a reputation for being prompt and reliable, Todd accepted a route for an urgent toy shipment to be completed overnight. As he rolled through a quiet country road, he noticed an uneasy feeling in his chest begin to arise around 3 a.m. Indigestion. Mm -hmm. Too much much pizza the night before. No, gluten. gluten. That's what the kids say these days. Yep, and we are the kids. Disregarding the sensation as silly, he tried his best to ignore his feelings of dread. These feelings of uneasiness increased as a thin fog became a thick fog, and a thick fog became like a wall of smoke. He had to pull his rig over because he was unable to see anything, so he decided to wait out the cloud, is what he called it. No other vehicles passed as he sat in silence for several minutes. And just as he was considering calling for help, his truck began to quiver and sputter until it turned off completely. His CB radio failed, his cell reception was gone, and his heart was pounding. Until it stopped. He died? I mean, we all die, man. Wow, that's a really abrupt end to that. Poor went out for Todd. He heard shrill laughter from all sides of the fog. He rolled down his window and asked, does someone need help? Wow. <laughs> no, dude, that's, I, that's I don't know, not man. the move. Excuse me, do you need help? Yes, that's why I was laughing so shrill. There's two things. First off, the story seems like it's not- Are you going to say fabricated? Like it's not plausible at this point. Hmm. But the second part is maybe he's from a different country because they would maybe open up the door when- Oh, or like window Canada. Would be like, is everybody okay? Americans would be like, drive away. Yeah. Was there a joke the that I missed? Yeah. Anyone? No? The laughter intensified, growing louder and louder. It felt like each rise and fall- of the cackle was pointed at him and then it was gone todd sped away holding firm to what he felt and witnessed that odd night in kentucky also oh, it's the south i guess i don't think todd sped away if a wall of smoke surrounds you nah he's probably pretty cautious about getting away you would think so but wanting to get away <laughs> want to get away no that's a really old commercial nobody's gonna get that it's okay that's creepy though there's a lot of scary what's what's with fog dude what's the deal with fog i sound like jerry seinfeld what's the deal with all this fog that was not a great it's too early for me to do a great jerry seinfeld impression it is very it, creepy i think fog is just back hundreds of thousands of years ancient man was like you know what would be a Ooh. good trope fog yeah that's probably exactly what he was out there sipping his fucking cold brew and he's like you know it'd be a great trope Chad, ancient Chad, fog. Chad agreed. Then they beat animals to death and roasted them on an open fire, like Nat King Cole. Is that the one with chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Yeah, I'm thinking we'll, we'll I'm go sti- Nat King Cole. I'm still with Rudolph. That would make sense. 
I had a couple times with Fog where once I was driving to Tatchby to go on a date, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, as it is, I'm like, it's scheduled, like, it's planned. I got to get there on time. And um, actually, no, sorry. I picked someone up from Mojave and went to Tatchby to go to the movies with my date. And as we're pulling into town, this, like, incredibly thick fog just rolls over the entire city. And so, like, right at the entrance off the off-ramp, um, there's that overpass by the railroads. And I had to pull off to the side of the road. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see four feet in front of my car. And I was like, well, I don't know if we're going to make this film. And you know what that film was? The only Harry Potter movie I've ever seen. Interesting. So, and I later got made fun of because I jumped when the giant snake came down the, the staircase. Spoilers. I mean, it's a snake. It is a giant snake. Yeah. And she said, my hero out loud. And then I was like, okay, great. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Everyone had. It's been a great night. See you later. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go die in the thick fog outside. That's what, what happens, man. It, here's the thing. That was totally government because you're out near Mojave. Mm-hmm. And crap. That's true. And that's Edwards Air Force Base. Or smog rolling in from LA. No, that's a long way. They were they they were moving in one of the alien craft and they needed the fog to cover for it. It's got some harp energy to it. Just like the angels. Okay, we're gonna move on to Dead Man Walking. Zombies. I told you guys a few episodes back that we'd get one. And we got one. Yep. My dad was a trucker for many years. One time he told me he stopped at a mandatory way station somewhere at night that was refurbished from an old train station. My dad parked the truck and got out, noticing that someone was walking along the train tracks with the light. It was really late, so my dad called out and asked if he was okay. The man kept walking. Why people be talking to strangers like this constantly? Nah, dude, if I see someone walking with a light, and especially late at night by train tracks, you're outside your mind if you think I'm going to call out to you. No, if you're in distress, you call out to me. And even then, I'm going to think it's a trap. I'm going to get the hell out of there. Truck drivers have seen some shit. This is probably like not even scary to them. Yeah. After the stuff they've seen. After three or four lot lizards, you're like, you know what? Uh, I'm ready for it. I knew you'd get that in there. Classic. My dad said he had a lantern in his hand. My dad called out again and the man never turned around. He went into the office and told him that some drunk asshole is walking the train tracks. And the guy behind the desk nonchalantly says, it's a ghost. Yeah, was it this guy? And points to an old picture on the wall. It was a picture of all the rail rail yard guys from like over 70 years before. Sure enough, my dad had seen one of the guys in the photo. Apparently, a lot of people have seen whatever that was and come in asking questions. Mm. That story comes from Alisto Disco. So this this guy that he saw walking along the tracks looked like just a normal dude walking. It wasn't like no Star Wars ghost or anything like that. With the, yeah. With the lantern, which should have given it away. Nobody walks. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have like kind of the hipster lanterns now where it's like the old school looking, but it's got like a bright ass LED in there. Yeah. Which actually now that we mentioned, I kind of want one. Me too, actually. Wow. Great. They don't even have to market it to us. We said it and then we're like, you know what? We're sold. We want it. Yeah. That'd be weird to see though. Have you ever thought about like the possibility that you've walked by a ghost at some point that was just like on repeat doing a weird loop? Yeah. So in a... When you say on repeat, doing a weird loop, that fits in more with the type of ghost I, I think could possibly be there. Was he dancing? I mean, they half of them dance. Not very well, though. I mean, hmm. depends on what era they're from. Yeah. At the end of the day, they can dance if they want to. Just leave their friends behind? They already have. They're dead. Yeah. yeah. So, that's weird. Yeah, I think about that a lot. I think about that, and then I think about... Walking by a serial killer? That... I think about walking by a lot of strange people. Sometimes you get that vibe. You walk by someone, you're like, that guy is fucked up. I don't really get that vibe too much. Yeah, it's because you're more aloof. Yeah. And you're like nonchalantly going through 
just willy-nilly walking through the supermarket. Me, your boy's on edge. Constantly. Yeah, I don't get on. I'm like, whatever, man. If, if someone follows me for more than like two city blocks, I'm like, where do you think I'm going, pal? Or I'm like, is this guy undercover? Is he a cop? Does, is he following me to the post office? Does he think I have drugs because I drive with tinted windows? You would think the Bigfoot stickers on the car give it away that this guy is clearly on drugs. But no, I'm just kidding. It's fine, guys. Anyway, the, the fact that you worry about it so much, man. Maybe I should be on Stop drugs. Stop doing the bad stuff, yeah. and you don't Settle have to worry home. about the cops following you. Now, it's the same thing. Whenever there's a cop behind you, you're like, uh, 10 and 2, officer, 10 and 2. That's different than imagining a, a cop or somebody following you. I Now that we have you know a child, not you and I together, but uh, my wife and I have a child, I have very limited downtime, right? And so for my business, I tend to drop orders off at like four in the morning, five in the morning. And without fail, if there's a cop on the road, he will follow me for like half of my drive home. Yeah. That's only like a five minute drive to and from the post office. Literally like four or five times in the last, I don't know, handful of months, I've been driving back and I'll be like, oh, there's a cop. And then he follows me. And every turn I make, he's just right on my ass. And I'm like, bro, you're going to make me slip up. Is that the move? You're trying to make me stare at you long enough to go off road? No, it's, it's, there's a lot of drunk drivers in Alaska. That I've noticed, yeah, but I'm not one of them. At that time in the morning, that's... Should I just hold out my iced coffee out the window? Be like, you just have a little a, rattle? Yeah, have a little LED on the back. Just going for coffee again. Yeah, with, with my luck, I'd drop the coffee and then he'd pull me over for littering. Yeah. I'd be like, it's just coffee. Oops, oh no, God. Woo! Yeah. Like, Not in the winter. It. It's too cold for that. As I sip my iced coffee. Yeah. The 200-year-old soldier. I got to imagine that that guy is not very great on the battlefield. A little, you know. He moves slow. Yeah. Probably taken out. He was like, you know what? I'm not going to go into it. But he doesn't eat much. My first couple years, I was a night driver, so it was hard to see things sometimes. But the one in Pennsylvania was me trying to follow a flatbedder who was hauling serious butt through the mountains. At one point, I start to fall back because I can feel the van starting to lean. It wasn't long after that I reached down to take a swig off the handy monster I had, and I look up, and there's a guy standing off the shoulder just outside the tree line wearing what appeared to be some type of soldier's uniform. Looked like revolutionary era. Looked like revolutionary era. He had a musket as well. As I approached, I can see him staring right at me, and then he starts walking into the tree line, still looking at me, before he manages to... To make it through the trees, he disappears, like literally vanishes in thin air. I had my windows down, and the air in the area got really cold. After about a mile, the air warmed up again. I had a really sad feeling come over me for a while afterwards. Needless to say, I didn't stop for the rest of my shift. Man, what is the deal with ghosts? What's the deal with all these? No, sorry. It's apparently a Jerry Seinfeld episode. Um... I just, I don't know, man. Some ghost stories are weird. Like, obviously, ghosts are a thing. Ghost sightings are a thing. But ghost stories are really strange. They like, are. What's the point of that? What's the point of this dude driving and this ghost just popping out of the trees and staring at him and then walking back into the trees and disappearing? Like, the ghost is popping out of the trees and sees the truck and he's like, I don't think he's British. Yeah. What kind of monster machine is this? But there was a... A comment to go along with the story. Was it, what's the deal with ghosts? Because I already covered that. No. Okay. It's from the same area, I think. Mm. I talked to a couple drivers from the Harrisburg area a while back. They said it's pretty common to see the ghost of old soldiers from the colonial era still roaming and patrolling the forest. One of them told me he found an old cannonball buried in the woods. 
outside of buried in the woods outside of a field when he was younger. He said he started hearing weird shit in his house after, so he returned it to the spot he found it and never heard anything again. And I remember weird. visiting one of the historic battlegrounds in Pennsylvania when I was with my ex, and I remember smelling blood for a split second. I wasn't near any anything dead, so that weirded me out. Smelling blood? Yeah. Weird. And then there's an edit. And now that I think back on it, her house wasn't far from some battlefield according to her parents. I couldn't stand on the back porch for long because there was a this haunting feeling of people watching me, multiple people, and it felt like a strong presence or personality. Her whole family said they feel the exact same thing when they go out on the back porch every night. Her mom was 100% sure ghosts were roaming near the house because she's seen them many times before. Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> There's ghosts out there. Man. I mean, that makes sense, especially for Pennsylvania. Harrisburg's where my mom's family is from. Oh, yeah? Yeah, those are the types of places that we could probably get to relatively cheap. Yeah. And go investigate ourselves. Just walk through the woods at night, see if anyone tries to shoot us or stab us with musket bayonets. Yeah. For the pod, of course. Yeah. You know? For the pod. But, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just always, it's always been weird. Like, I just don't, there's a part of me that when I hear these stories, I'm like, what is the ghost doing all the time? The rest of the time when he's not peeking out of the forest for 30 seconds for a truck driver to notice him. Like, what's he doing the other 23 hours, 59 minutes, and 30 seconds? He just wandering? If it's like if a tree falls in the forest, is there a sound? Yeah, there is. No, because you can't. If But, okay, there's a sound. You just can't hear it, and that's fine. There's a ghost, but it, if you're not there, you can't see it, so maybe there's no ghost. I don't know, man. There's no ghost. I overthink ghost stories a lot. I should just be like, ooh, spooky. But for me, I'm like, my brain is like, you know what? Grasp. It's funny because I don't have that same problem. You're just like, like, ooh, yes, of course. Good story. No ghost. No such thing as ghost, though. Exactly. And the wet blanket returns. <laughs> this is the wet blanket I was referring to at the beginning of the episode. This wet blanket is moving on to the dead bride on the side of the road. Gross. Your mind does go weird places with a ghost. I'm sorry, there's a dead bride on the side of the road? It doesn't necessarily mean it's gross. It's a ghost story. Maybe she's just wearing all white. Well, you didn't say it was a ghost story. You just said a dead bride on the side of the road. That could be like you know what? roadkill. You are correct yeah. right there. So I apologize. I'm this isn't just necessarily a... a ghost episode. It's a paranormal episode with truck exactly. driver. Exactly. So technically you are right. I stand corrected. As you often do, yes. Driving home from a late shift... I come to a part of the road that has a huge hill, low point, then a huge hill again with nothing but forest all around. As I crest the hill, I see an orange van on its side at the very bottom of the hill. I'm sorry, what color is this van? <laughs> Why did you do that? It's just a throwback, man. It's a throwback <laughs> to like last season, probably. I don't know. I just, I, maybe I didn't hear you right. It was, what, it was a what van? This isn't funny, man. <laughs> My friend Tom always made fun of me for how you say a certain fruit and or color. As I crested the hill, I saw a red van. Mm. <laughs> a bright, lighter than red van. Yeah. On its side at the very bottom of the hill and a woman standing in a red dress next to it. I slow down and see that she is covered in blood. This is way before cell phones, so I slowly pass, taking in her calm expression her blood-stained wedding dress, the undercarriage of the orange van, and the body of her dead husband next to her, and pull over to the right slightly past the wreckage, get out of my car, look back, and nothing. There was nothing there but empty dark road. I freak out, speed home, hoping a cop wouldn't pull me over, 
I still don't know what I saw. That's from Charlize. That's kind of spooky. Especially if you make eye contact with the thing, calm expression, just like, are you you next? And this one wasn't just the bride standing there. There was a van Mm. turned over on its side next to her. And the person pulls over, goes to walk back to the accident to help out, and there's nothing there. That would be like... Just a twisted memory of what he saw. Or she. I'm not here to... You know, since this was before cell phones and stuff like that, maybe he's like, oh, I did too much acid in the 60s. Yeah, it's coming back to haunt me. It's coming back to haunt me. That time I murdered that bride and her van. That's creepy, man. I'm trying to think. There's a story that I heard that was similar to that, but for the life of me, I can't really remember it. Yeah. Remember. We read a lot of stories. I know. I, I often get reminded of stories that we read from like season one. And there's times where I'll be reading stories for new episodes or like different parts of like a series we're working on. And I'll be like halfway through a story, I'll be like, 100% I read this before. And it already showed up in an episode. So if our listeners happen to get double doses of certain stories, what can I say except you're welcome? When I was working on an episode last night, I had to go back to one of our older ones to see if we'd used any of these stories before. It happens, man. It happens a lot. Luckily, we hadn't. And I was like, damn, I don't know how it... Like, hot diggity. You know, because some some stories are everywhere, and it's the same story. This one is called, I'm not saying it was aliens. But it was aliens. Exactly. Classic. New Mexico, Nevada, and Utah are some states that, to this day, I still see shit in the skies that I can't explain. Obviously balloons. Lights rapidly changing direction and taking off at blinding speeds, but no sound barrier broken. Yeah, no, whenever I see a balloon in the sky, it often... It moves fast, right? moves very quickly. Lights blinking, changing speeds. But usually the ones I see break the sound barrier, and yeah. you can hear it. Yeah, balloons, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty quick up there. Yeah. I've seen lights hovering over the desert several miles off the interstate. Then it suddenly takes off, and the lights cut out. Various shapes and sizes from what I can make out. Again, night driver. I know military aircraft pretty well, and some of them more than likely were, but some of them absolutely cannot be military aircraft currently in mainstream use. You know, I hate that word mainstream anymore. Yeah. It's like just... It's all messed up. Yeah. Just call it fake. I mean, that's what they want you to think, but it's like they can just throw mainstream on anything, including this story. (laughs) Now, here we go. Yeah. Mainstream military aircraft are in your town. What will you do? More at 11. Yes. Yeah. Conventional aircraft do not move like that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just like, they do not move like that, all right? Conventional aircraft do not move like that. The most vivid one would be at an off-ramp in New Mexico. I stopped to take a pee and decided to turn it into a 15-minute break since my ass was sore anyway. My butt was sore anyway. Wait, is there any more detail to that, or is that just... He's been sitting on his butt. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. As I'm stargazing and admiring how clear the the sky is, I saw what looked like a formation of lights in the shape of a triangle lift off the desert floor and then off into the sky. I kept my eyes on it and just kept gaining altitude until the lights just disappeared. I looked down at my watch and noticed it's not ticking. So I pull out my phone and it's off. I turn my phone on and according to the time on my phone, it had been five minutes since my watch stopped. I felt like whatever it was that just took off had something to do with it. I felt that as well. At least it wasn't missing time. It's When it's missing time, you're like, oh, that's why the ass hurt. We got it. Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't have gone there first. 
Well, you're not nearly as experienced as I am in the, the probing department. I guess so. Yeah. I have not been ad- abducted by oh, yeah. You get to learn a thing or two. Yeah. No, you know what's crazy? And this is, I don't know why this is coming up right now, but I guess it kind of fits. So you remember back when we did our floating humanoids episode in season one? Yeah. <laughs> and we had that that story, the thing that like Heather and Alex and Chris all saw when they went to Settlers Bay for lunch. Chris sent over a video, like a TikTok video to our group chat yesterday where they saw a video of something extremely similar to what they saw. He was like, this is exactly what we saw in when we were having lunch that one time with Heather. And I forget where the video was actually located, but it got me thinking on that again, man. Such a weird sighting. You know, maybe back in that season, the floating humanoid was a Chinese balloon that we just saw, or we didn't see, but they- they It was a human floating balloon. Yeah, not nearly as subtle as the one that looks like the moon, but UFOs, man. Not real. I just want to apologize to everybody, but- Because you really are a wet blanket and you're coming to realize it. Well, here's the thing, man. I have to be, I belong to an organization so every once in a while I have to throw in not real just mm. so the organization is like, okay, he can still do his crazy podcast about yeah. paranormal and explained because he's still one of us because he says not real at yeah. the right time. You it's, pretty it's much are just like re-upping your subscription to it's, controlled it's, it's, opposition. It's a, it's a certain type of skeptic society. Gotcha. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it's the Lions Club, but for even older men, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Lions Club. We wear fezzes. Wow. Like Doctor Who. You wear pheasants? Fez is. Like from that 70s show, Wilmer Valderrama? I didn't really watch that one too much. Mm. Well, that's your loss, isn't it? Yeah. Next story. Next story. Horse and buggy. Wow, very creative name you got there. Horse and buggy. My dad's co-worker was a dump truck driver. He was a dump truck driver? Dump. Dump truck. Yeah. One night he ran over a horse and buggy. He could hear the people screaming and the horse screaming and the wood and metal grinding under his truck. I I know I look like I'm smiling way too heavily. I'm picturing it being like an Amish family and he thinks it's a ghost. (laughs) Screaming and yeah, he's like, oh shit, ghosts. It just keeps driving. Thank God that wasn't real. Yeah. What if the horse is screaming like a horse would in a family guy, you know, when he gets injured and When he got out of the truck, there was nothing there. Eventually, he went on his way, stopped at the next place he saw that was open, which happened to be a little all-night diner. Another trope. The waitress pouring his coffee asked him if he'd been in an accident with his truck because he was as white as a sheet and shaking. There had been a gruesome accident with the horse and buggy years back, and every once in a while, someone would come in telling the same story about hitting an Amish buggy that wow. disappeared. I already saw it, apparently. I wow. mean, in America, if it's a horse and buggy... I just picture it as a ghost from like the 1800s or something like that. But the idea... That's why it was so hilarious to me. Is I just picture this Amish family rolling around on their way to go churn butter or something like that. And, oops, here comes a truck. And then they get ground into dust. And the guy's like, oh, I guess there's nothing. It just drives on. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Wouldn't that traumatize you, though? Like, Yeah, dude. Like, that would almost be worse... Well, it wouldn't be worse, but you'd be like, why did I see that? Yeah. Why did I have to experience that? I can, like, you. Yeah. The it's adrenaline creepy. and all the fear and terror that would hit somebody at a moment like that could never leave you, even if you could explain it away. Yeah. It reminds me of that time I was driving. Uh, my buddy, who, is, who had quickly fallen asleep in my uh, passenger seat, 
we were in California City and we were driving and there was a car in front of me and I see this ghostly kind of kid on the side of the road run in front of the car and I like start panicking. I'm like, oh fuck, this car's gonna hit this kid. But literally it goes right, the car goes right through him and then I go right through him and then I like literally goes right through my, my car and he's behind me. I'm like, creepiest thing ever. Wait, you saw this? Yeah, dude. It was like 10 p.m. and I was driving my buddy back to Mojave. And I like freak out and he's sleeping in the passenger seat. He's like, what, dude? I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? He's like, what? No. He's like, you son of a, you just couldn't be awake. I was like two minutes from the house. So I literally just left. But yeah, it was like this weird, like, I want to say that like a ball or something was bouncing into the middle of the road. And this like ghost kid kind of like just runs in front and the car go in front of me goes right through it. And I see him like pass through that car. And then I see him pass through our car as we're driving down the road. And it's like the freakiest fucking thing. Cause I, in my, in my head, I didn't it register at first. I was like, oh shit, this car's going to run over this kid. Thankfully it was just a ghost chasing a ball or some shit, but you see dead people. Apparently I see dead people. Hey, someone get M night on the horn. It's time for a sequel. The seventh sense. Okay, this one is a formless for <laughs> everybody. Welcome our esteemed guest, Mike Tyson. We have a formless, <laughs> which is funny because I could try that a hundred times and I I can't do voices. Yeah. And that one just is pretty spot on. A formless wraith. As a carrier for the oil industry, Grace was accustomed to working obscure hours of the night. On one especially late shift, she fell into a trance while making her way along a long stretch of back road. After driving through the night hours for some time, Grace noticed a strange object on the road ahead. From a distance, the object looked large and lumbering. She speculated that a moose was likely incoming and slowed down accordingly. As the shape drew closer, an uneasy feeling came over Grace as the form remained formless. Wait, I'm sorry. As the form re remained formless? No. As the form, as the form remained formless. The, f the form cannot be formless. It is formless. I'll say it again. As the form remained formless. Am I messing you up with my dramatic pause? No, it's not the pause. It's the, you're saying that the form is formless. You do understand that this is like a Redditor. Yeah. So I, the form okay, was... I'm not here to like criticize people's writing style. Please continue with your formless <laughs> form. All right. Okay. With your thing that immediately cancels the other out. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Her headlights shone directly on the object, but the light seemed to be totally swallowed up into the void of the shape. The entity looked vaguely quadrupedal, unlike that man named Geppetto, but towered six feet in the air. Wow. So it I was mean, a moose. I ride <laughs> quadrupedal. That's epic. No, you didn't. You think you did. Quadrupedal does not rhyme with Geppetto. One ends with L and one ends with O. That's not a rhyme. Unless you're Eminem rhyming orange with door hinge or some shit. It just doesn't work. You can't rhyme that word. I just did. And I'm pretty sure Eminem did as well. But who's to say, really? Is this the podcast for that? Probably not. Yeah, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Anyway, no eyes cast a reflection by her headlights. Only a motionless shadow stood before her. Grace was trying to make sense of the situation when an awful epiphany came over her. 
I must run it over. Yeah. Detect slightly, detecting slight motion in her peripherals, she looks side to side to discover six other forms similar in shape and magnitude surrounding her vehicle. Similar in no shape, but magnitude. Yeah. Hmm. I think we've had this discussion about some stories on Reddit. Sometimes it's just... Sometimes trying. people try to get a little too detailed with their like recounting of stories, and it's like, uh, now you've made me question other aspects yeah. of it. Not cool. With adrenaline, cor- cor- with adrenaline coursing through her body, she punched the gas and drove around the objects as close as can be while passing. Grace could still not identify a single feature of the shadows, just darkness. And she never, ever drove again. No. Oh. Could identify or could figure out what those formless forms were. Well, they're formless forms, of course. No, they're formless forms. Formless. You know what? Getting lost in the sauce there. Yeah. Creepy either way. Bunch of shadows on the road. So you're thinking ring wraiths. You're thinking they're after That's Frodo. It's gotta be a ring wraith, man. Yeah. That horrible sound they make. Yeah. Mike, what about you? Yeah, I think they were wing waves. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mike. That's all. Interdimensional truck stop. Nice. My boyfriend is a truck driver who routinely does midnight runs. Oddly enough, I asked him this question myself a few days ago. So I think this is like an Ask a Trucker Reddit. Ask a Trucker Reddit. Yeah. How many lot lizards have you been with, boyfriend? 17. Well, he told me one night that he was getting ready to park in a lot next to a truck stop. And that was his first. No, that's just. That's just your addition. He said it. It looked like there were no lights, no cars, no sign of anyone. But he said, screw it. He was tired. So he screwed it because he was tired. Yeah. So basically he parked some, he parked at the truck stop. But there were no lights or anybody there, but he was tired. So he just stayed there. He woke up the next morning, parked on the side of of the road with three highway patrol vehicles behind him. He was about 15 miles away from the truck stop he parked at. Thing is, he was sleeping in his camper the whole night. He has no idea how he got on the side of the road and logic says someone tried stealing the truck and succeeded and the police convinced him of this happening as they saw a man in a black jumpsuit running away from the truck into a nearby field. Man, how sleepy you gotta be to sleep through 15 miles of someone stealing your vehicle. Even though he still feels uneasy about the whole situation, apparently the doors were still locked from the inside and there was no sign of anyone breaking in. That was kind of weird. Yeah, so he parks at a truck stop, wakes up the next morning 15 miles away on the side of the road with the cops there. Yeah, and interdimensional truck stop. Them seeing some dude in black running away into a field. Yeah, it's a strange move. And they didn't follow the guy. They're just like, yeah, he got away. Whatever. I mean, obviously not. It was the man in black. You never follow the man in black. A little racist of you, but no, it's actually it comes from a Stephen King story. Hmm. Well, there you go. Hey, all of our Stephen King Kingites out there. All right, what do you think they're called? Kingsters. The Kingsters. The Stephen Kingsters. Hmm. The cemetery dancers. Okay. You know what? Seriously, there, there was years ago. This was. This is a bonus story for everyone. Yeah. This was before, before China was born. Wow. I worked at a blockbuster video mm. 
And that is years ago. Yeah. So the, this lady and her son came in and her son was probably in his like late thirties, forties at the time. I'm like 18. Wait, her, um, this lady and her son comes in and yeah, they would always come in every late forties, every Tuesday hmm. to rent the new releases. Mm. You know, and that happened a lot back then for Blockbuster. Oh, I remember the high times of video rent. Yeah, so yeah. so every Tuesday we'd have our our regular customers come in and get the new releases. Mm. And they, you know, I I got to know them over time, and they'd talk to me, and they found out I was a Stephen King fan, so they bought me a news membership to the Stephen King newsletter, and it was called Cemetery Dance. Not a really great story, but just one of those funny stories mm. where you meet somebody nice. Yeah, and they that, do something just out of the blue for you, and that is weird. And it's like, like kind of touching in a way. Yeah, and you know, and then you fell in love. No, I with didn't. the old lady. No, and her forty-plus-year-old son. No, I came into Blockbuster. Nope, to get the new releases. <laughs> but speaking of love, that is where I met China's mom. Yep, that's the tale as old as time, really. Yeah, the old. Oh, you know what? I was going to tell another truck driver story of my dad. That's right. How about you close out the episode with that story? Okay, not paranormal. Boo, never mind. See you later. But totally ri ridiculous and random. So my dad, he worked for Lockheed. He was part of the military industrial complex. But in the 90s, things slowed down. There were less war mm. after the, the first Gulf War. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're not going to go to war anymore. So they didn't use as much of that stuff. So they laid him off, but they trained him to be a truck driver. Yeah. And he's driving, I think, through central or northern California. You know, nice, nice summer day, listening to his books on tape or his smooth jazz or whatever crap he listens to. Nice. Why not both? Yep. A big ass wild turkey flew in his window and was like freaking out as he's go like in the cab as he's going like 60 or 70 miles down the highway. Yeah. Now, was this around Thanksgiving? Uh, no, I think it was. I think it was just regular day. Damn, I was like, "What a blessing that would have been!" Like, I don't have to buy a turkey this yeah. year. Did it, he strangle it? He, he grabbed it by the big long neck and beat it around. Like, in a, the end, the turkey did not make it out of that cab. Mm, I will not give details. I don't think Peter listens to the podcast, so you can give as many details as you want. All right. Actually, for some reason, my dad had a hammer in the cab. Mm. That was the murder weapon for the turkey. He didn't slow down or pull off the side. He just beat it while he yeah, was driving. Beat it trying to, probably wow. tried to slow down, but. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty great. It was really great because my dad's pretty like, you know, he's one of those people you can't imagine being scared, hmm. but I can imagine him being scared when a big ass wild turkey flies in his window and. Hell yeah. <laughs> you ever had a bee fly in your car? It's not fun, dude. Yep. That's the worst. Oh my gosh. That that is the worst. You're like, I'm I'm dying. This is the end for me. Yeah. Right. Sayonara to all my loved ones. There's a bee in my car right now. Yeah. I think I've told a story about I'm not gonna tell it here. So if you guys haven't heard the story, let me know about driving when China was a baby with and her mm -hmm. brother. They were like China's like one, her brother's like two. And a wasp got in the car. Nah, bro. Yeah. So it's if over. you haven't heard the story, let me know. I'll tell the story sometime. Yeah, it's a riveting. It's a rip roaring good time. Yeah, weird man. So turkeys. You I'm sure turkey? there's more truck driver stories out there. Oh, there's a ton. So, yeah. so I should have reached out to Tony for this episode. Beg, you got any weird truck driver stories from your days on the road, pal? Hey, Tony. But um, send us your stories. Yeah, 
Some of you guys out there have heard stories, even if it's not truck drivers. Driving at night, sometimes you see stuff. Sometimes That is very true. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Very true and very creepy indeed. That's a good episode. I enjoy those stories. I'm sure our listeners do as well. I actually want to know, maybe our listeners can chime in on this. We we do have kind of like two different formats that we go with with the show. Sometimes we do researched episodes on specific topics. And then sometimes we just curate the strange and otherworldly into categories. And we release those as episodes. And as odd as it sounds, I feel like those episodes are more fun. And so I actually want to know from our listeners, like, what type of episodes do you guys like? Do you like the story episodes or do you prefer... Or maybe we just switch things up. Maybe you do the research episodes and I can just curate a bunch of story episodes and we can kind of mesh them together in harmony. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we do this show for our listeners and to kind of talk about the the strange and otherworldly. And here we are doing it. And so we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what type of episode you guys like, what you want to hear in the future, what you want to hear more of. And we'll make it happen for you. As I've mentioned time and time again, we are your puppets. Make us put a little boogie in it, you know? I don't boogie. Like I used Kleenex. Put a little boogie in us. You know, when just just as a note to Scott, the editor, when you say, we do this for you, you need to be like, put a sound like, ah, something, some sound in the background. For what sound would I put in there, Christian? Like angels singing or something. Something when you say for you, for the people, throw a sound in or make it sound... Like, I might just keep this conversation in there and not put anything just to see how you react to that. I won't react to that. You might react to it. You'll be like, Scott, you son of a bitch. I don't even like, bother anymore. Yeah. Well, that's fine. It is what it is. Oh, you know what? I have one other thing to mention. Good night, everyone. No, no never mind. <laughs> I can't mention it because I forgot the name. What? I'll what? mention it next podcast. I doubt it. What? what I was no, going to throw No, I'm interested. Close this out. Okay. Um, yeah, so again, if you're... If you're a fan of the show and you want to see us grow or help us grow, uh, there are two things you can do. You can either, one, free and simple, takes five seconds, rate and review the show wherever you're listening. Or number two, if you want to be a part of, you know, helping us grow financially a little bit while we're waiting to be monetized on YouTube and all that fun stuff, you can go to the the website and pick up some merch at thefreakydeaky.com. We have arguably, I'm going to say this, arguably the single greatest merch in the paranormal podcast game. And I say that because I am a graphic designer of about 18 years at this point. Damn, you're old. I know. Yeah, it's getting up there. Maybe it's 15 or 16 years. It's around there. It's irrelevant. But I also, this show has a very specific style and we like to keep within that style and it's fun and it's uplifting and light or not uplifting. It's fun and creepy and lighthearted. And uh, so, yeah, if you're a fan of the show, pick up some merch. Last thing you can do is share the show on social media with your friends and family. It really does help us get the word out there. If every listener of this show got one more person to listen, we would double the listener base of the show overnight. Isn't that crazy to think about? So get out there, help us spread the word around. In the meantime, everything else is going swimmingly. So we appreciate all your support. We appreciate you guys writing in, commenting on social media, talking to us, having fun. If you want to get in touch, again, you can find us at FreakyDGPod on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. We are working on a lot of video material in the near future, both for YouTube and TikTok, and they're completely different video formats and different things we're doing for each platform. So if you want to really immerse yourself in TFT universe, you're going to want to follow us across the board. 
it really is weird how different everything is on all the different platforms yeah like, it's weird and it's exhausting but we do it because we enjoy doing it and it's fun to kind of you know stretch our creative bones and muscles and put out some fun stuff we don't want it to just be the same across the board like oh i posted this here so i'm going to post this everywhere else as well so anyway that's just our thought process we will see you guys right back here next week for creepy i don't know creepy hiking stories we got we got a curated episode of crazy hiking stories that we're going to bring for you and uh that's coming up next thursday on the freaky deaky we'll see you there good night I approve this message.